This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Christian McBride, artistic director of the Newport Jazz Festival. This is, you know, it's always such a magical time of year, but this year in particular, with everything going on in the world, with especially here in our country, talk about music as a connector and how this festival specifically serves as a hub for those conversations. Uh, music is both a... Um I think it's something that could be studied, that has been studied in terms of uh, health, mental health, physical health. Um, there's something about music that has been a universal healing force. Uh, my friend Fr Frank Lacey pointed out that uh, music is something that you can't see, touch, or smell. It's something that you, you get through your ears and it gets into your body. And... Um, there's a magic in that, you know? So no matter what differences people have, if you can really connect on a musical level, you are healing, you are putting out some sort of an inner fire uh, or, or creating one that to, to, to uh, inspire you to do something, you know? Uh, hopefully something positive, you know? But uh, music has always been a great connector. Musicians have always been the greatest world ambassadors. You know, back in um, the early 60s, um, people like, I'm, actually, I'm sorry, back in the 40s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, people like Louis Armstrong, Duke Ellington, Benny Goodman, Lionel Hampton, Dave Brubeck, they were sending them over to the Middle East and Russia and, and China to, to help build world relations. That's how it was done, you know? And, uh, God knows we need that again. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I mean, the, the notion of music as a form of diplomacy, Right. it's something that, again, it's universal, but I don't know, it just feels like the, the, in this moment right here, things are scary out there, yet when you're inside the fort specifically or wherever, if you're in you know, headphones, you're working with a band, whatever it is, you're able to go to a higher plane that you realize you're able to assess everything that's happening in the world and say hey you know there's something bigger out there and that connection point is really what needs to motivate us not those division points right well throughout history I mean particularly in American history there have been all kinds of uh, uh, points in our history where music has been the uh, sort of the, the sort of bookmark of uh, tensions in, in our country and you can look to those musical moments as uh, sort of times that, that brought people together, you know um, you think about the 60s or you, it, it, when uh, all of the race riots were going on and things like that, it was always the music that brought people together, you know um various points in our country where things are going. I mean, you know, what's what's happening in our world right now, it's the concept of uh, division and strife has hardly new, right? Um, but music as a healing force is also not new. So we just got to double down on the music and get more people here so we can join together on a spiritual level. Couldn't agree more. George Ween, obviously, the visionary behind this event and the Folk Festival, and really just a music luminary for yes. sure. Your thoughts on, on the first festival post 
the George Ween era, so to speak. Well, I'll tell you what, I certainly feel George's presence. You know, it's, it's impossible to come to the Newport Jazz Festival and not feel George Ween, especially if you knew him, you know. Uh, just a beautiful, you know, uh, monument outside, you know, his golf cart. You know, I love and, the Ween machine. Yeah, the Ween machine, and people have been leaving flowers. It's so beautiful. So even though um, he's no longer here with us in the physical, uh, as far as I'm concerned, his presence still looms large. I mean, because if, if something goes wrong, God forbid, I know that all of us are still going to hear and feel George's voice like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Your work this year is really interesting. You had an awesome collaboration yesterday. We're taping this on Saturday yeah. morning. It's sort of omnipresent, and I think it sets this festival apart that, you know, even from folk, that as artistic director, you're on stage, you're forging these collaborations. Talk about that, you know, the, the being in, we're in both hats, if you will, the producer side of it, if you will, and then the, the artist side of it. It's a fun hat to wear. You know, it's, it's a heavy hat, but... Uh, it's one that I enjoy because uh, it helps. See, I, I have wonderful personal relationships with nearly all of the artists that play at this festival. And it's always been like that. You know, as a working musician, the jazz community is very tight and uh, not, not tremendously huge, you know. And so we all know each other. We've all played with each other. We've all collaborated with each other. We've all jammed with each other at various points you know so um it's not too much of a stretch to uh wear the producer hat the the mc hat the playing hat you know because we all do that to some extent anyway yeah it's and it's 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 natural in your mc role as well i think that that really ties the festival together in a beautiful way you know what i mean it really brings people inside you know your vision if that makes sense well thank you I've always, uh, I, you know, I come from a background of rhythm and blues and soul. So I grew up watching a lot of great R&B and gospel artists put on really great shows. So the concept of the MC was a very important element to those shows. And so when I started becoming a jazz musician and these MCs or these hosts would get on stage and they would say, welcome to, you know, whatever the name of the club is. Uh, we want you to sit down and be quiet and we like to read you the calendar for the next two months. Yeah. Next week we have, and I'm sitting there backstage dying like, these people can read? Why, do, why are you reading the calendar for the next two months? Meanwhile, the introduction is like 15 minutes long and the artists are back there nodding out and, you know, now, now the audiences, you know, they were hype. Now they're, now you've lost them, you know. So for me, being an MC, you gotta get the crowd up, you know, make it short, quick, get them excited, and then get out of the way. They can read the calendar. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, last question. So something that that I've, you know, I, I was in New York for a decade, and obviously there, it's a different environment than Rhode Island. Let's be honest about it. At the same time, Rhode Island has a tremendous music community in and of itself and a lot of infrastructure. When you come to Newport, do you see the possibility for what happens here at, let's say, Folk and Jazz Festival to, to trickle down or, you know, create a an entertainment economy in Rhode Island? Do you get the sense that that's something that's possible and... and 
is is that even something that the festival should be concerned with, you know, in any way, shape, or form? In the state of Rhode Island? In the state of Rhode Island, yeah. Well, I, I don't know enough of the state of Rhode Island to answer that question. I mean, really, the only... Providence and Newport, those are the only places I know of. That's about it. Then some, you know, some ocean, some country, you know. Right, right. Uh, you know, my wife went to Brown. Okay. So uh, I, I have gotten a sense of Providence every now and then. But uh, jazz needs, it's always needed, pretty much since the 40s, a bigger audience. So if that means, you know, having a trickle down in Rhode Island, great. But we're also looking bigger, you know, because we want jazz to get into places that jazz doesn't usually get to you know we always have this running joke that in the jazz world every single artist itinerary itinerary pretty much looks the same we all go to the same places because there you know there's only a handful of jazz clubs jazz festivals in the country so uh we gotta we gotta work that out you know so yeah rhode island that'd be great but we also need to get it more uh more nationwide Christian McBride, artistic director of Newport Jazz Festival, a great MC, by the way, and 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 also an amazing musician, one of the best living bass players, undoubtedly. So thanks for your time. Thanks, man. Thanks, Pleasure. man. Hey, guys, with the increasing legalization of cannabis across the country, including most recently here in Rhode Island, the cannabis industry is growing at an accelerating pace. If you are already in the industry or wondering what is the best path to break into the cannabis field, the University of Rhode Island has a program to help educate you in the evolving space. Fully accredited by URI's College of Pharmacy, the online certificate program covers topics related to product development, chemical analysis and testing, and patient and customer therapeutics. The application deadline for the fall session is August 2nd, coming right up, and the courses start on September 6th. Learn more at uri.edu slash online slash cannabis or give them a call at 401 874 5280.